I'm drawing a, a black line across my diary. Looking back, all the first centuries were so positive, so full of hope. But the mood has changed. The mood has definitely changed. 24th of October. Arbuthnot Jones pinned a communique from Arctic Station in Greenland on the notice board. It stated we were sailing in a prohibited area being studied by the University of Copenhagen. We had to leave immediately. 25th of October. Tempers running high. Morale low. Diary entry, 29th of October. We arrived at what we thought was Kappen... i say it again. Kap Ek Lubin Island. <laughs> well, at least I can make myself laugh. Kap Ek Lubin Island. <laughs> well, at least it's spelt right in the diary. <sighs> Looked bleak and uninteresting. No great enthusiasm to go ashore. The heart had gone out of our adventure. We circled it twice, took photographs, and decided our best option was to return to Oslo and face the music. The death of a crew member would cast a long shadow of our exploration. A diplomatic row awaited. 1st November, 0600 hours. In the half-light, we spotted a small island. No one said anything. We all just lined the deck huddling in groups against the biting cold. We shivered in silence. There was no doubt about it. It was the island Erasmus called Udak. We'd sailed three days south from it, and yet... And yet there it was. Arbuthnot's face was red with rage. He looked as though he was going to rant and rave, but managed to control his temper and turned his face to his crew... His deliberately controlled voice somehow was full of more foreboding than if it let rip at us. Gentlemen and ladies, we have the finest communications afloat. Our enhanced VSAT satellite communication system is second to none. Plus we have CQ net and CDA net. <clears throat> if all that techno wizardry goes offline, we can rely on stream-based devices, like our meteorological and oceanographic instruments. He paused. It was as though he was speaking to himself, as no one else was there. There's also a central file server for instruments such as swath bathymetry, fisheries, echo sounders and ADCP. <sighs> so how in the name of blazes is that island off our bows? No reply. No one dared reply. He'd obviously asked a rhetorical question. A 
Arbuthnot Jones was obviously having a problem containing his inner fury. We're trying, Arbuthnot, but we can't pick up any navigational signals. It could be atmospheric pressure. Baloney! Satellites are not affected by weather. He was arguing, reasoning with himself. The rest of us were just observers. If the clouds break, we can at least navigate by the stars. Surely they're working. Wish I bought my family's sextant. Beautiful antique. Never let you down. They all stood in silence, staring out at the accursed island. Gentlemen, ladies, uh, I am rambling. Let us not just stand here and freeze to death. It really is exceptionally cold. Get inside. Get to work. We need answers. We'll hold this position for 60 minutes, in which time let us use any means at our disposal to get an exact position. Until we do, we'll work on the assumption that Rasmus was right, and that is Uduk Island. With that, with a very controlled stride, he left the deck for his cabin. The crew exchanged nervous glances, took his advice and went below to work. Oh, 800 hours, Arbuthnot Jones, dressed like Scott of the Antarctic, stood on deck facing his crew. First, an apology. I spoke in an undignified manner earlier. Inexcusable. My frustration. Shock got the better of me. It won't happen again. Now, do we have a position for whatever that island is? There followed a long debate. The bottom line that was that no fix could be made. Even worse, no GPS communications could be established and neither Denmark Coast Guard or the monitoring stations on Greenland could be raised. Arbuthnot said very little during this technical debate. At the end of it, he once again addressed the crew. Judging by the thickening cloud layer, we can rule out for a while navigating the old-fashioned way by the stars. Okay, I think I speak for all here that we get the hell out of here and put that accursed lump of rock as far behind us as possible. And a great cheer went up. Set course, not for Oslo, but due south. And hold that course until I say any different. If you're at the top of the world, any direction is, sh- is south, sh- shouted out a crew member. <laughs> we all laughed. Arbuthnot joined in. <coughs> Good. That's what we need. Humour will keep us all sane. We all followed his lead to get indoors. I've never experienced such crushing cold. Diary entry, 4th November. Sailing now for 43 hours of the highest knots permitted by by the surface ice. With no icebergs and no significant sheet ice in our way, the truth south bearing could be held. True south? True south we were going. 1100 hours. 
hove to. The tannoy nights on the bridge invited all hands on deck. We put on our warmest gear and headed topside, feeling of dread spread among us. We must have looked a bedraggled group of explorers bent against the cold, the biting cold. Oh, and how that arctic wind clawed its way into our very marrows. On our port bow was Udak Island. No one even questioned it. Even if anyone doubted it, the tiny Union Jack fluttering in the middle could not be denied. Gentlemen, ladies, as you can see, and to take a quote from Apollo 13, we have a problem. Our greatest enemy is fear, panic. So let us keep clear heads and not run the head of ourselves with speculation. We are people of science. Let us think our way out of this predicament. No more talk, please, as I overheard earlier, of the Bermuda Triangle Syndrome. And no credence must be given to what I hear is being called Rasmus's curse. Science is no bedfellow with superstition. However, I do not have the answer because I do not know the question. But you were chosen here to be here as your leaders in your own scientific fields and we are blessed with the finest vessel. We have enough fuel to reach France. Well, not that anyone would want to. There was a ripple of laughter. And enough supplies to see us through this little mystery. We will meet on the hour, every hour, in the boardroom with feedback, ideas, solutions. It doesn't matter how wild, we are going to think our way out of this. The, uh, the, the tall reading shows abnormal barometric pressure, shouted out one of my fellow researchers. Another asked whether it was significant that the temperature plummeted when we sailed near the island. Abathnot considered, nodded agreement. Maybe these are clues. Let us rule nothing out. So to work, gentlemen, so to work. We started to file inside. Helmsman, we had no luck with going due south, so return to our original heading of Oslo. Use whatever means you can devise to take readings. We must establish our position. I'll give my family sextant to the first person who can get a satellite link. Even if the voice of that grumpy Danish coast guard will be a welcome to us all right now. To work! To work! This is Tango Quebec 4-9. Twin Otter Seaplane on a search and rescue mission out of Rothera Research Station. Please respond. Does anyone read me? This is TQ49, Tango Quebec 49er, requesting signal track at 1100 hours, 12th November. All communications lost. If this message is being received, no sighting of the RRS Sir David Attenborough. Sea calm, little lights, good visibility, but no ship visible. 
Spotted a small island not on map. Maybe I'm off course. No way of checking this GPS playing up. Have spotted what looks like a crumpled pile of clothes on the shore, so I'm landing to investigate. Could have been left by the missing research vessel. Too small an island to land on, so using water skis. Over and out. This is Tanga, Quebec, 4 niner. 1300 hours, smooth landing alongside island. Over. Can anyone read me? This is the search and rescue plane flying out of Rothera. Come in, please. If you can hear my message, I need help. The pile of clothes on the beach turned out to be an Inuit rack in a ceremonial oil skin. He is alive, but huddled up. Refuses to communicate. Maybe suffering from hypothermia. Unable to understand how he got on island or how he's alive. He's refusing to move or maybe unable to. Either way, it can't get him into plane. No way can he survive the night. This is TQ49 seeking immediate support. Over. This is Tango Quebec 49. Search and rescue Twin Otter. Is anyone reading me? Come in, please. Time. 1400 hours. Had no choice other than taking off. Had to abandon Inuit. Just circle island and no sign of him. Nowhere to hide so must be trick of light. Now heading back to Rothera and will arrange rescue. I'm unable to confirm if he's associated with the missing British research vessel, but he allowed me to take from his hand a small Union Jack. Has distinct markings, so may be able to identify. This is TQ49 needing urgent flight path check. All communications lost and fuel low. GPS position needed. I repeat, this is T Tango Quebec 49, TQ49. Last known position, 83 degrees 4 minutes north, 30 degrees 40 minutes west. Seeking emergency communications. Mayday, mayday, mayday. Seeking help, TQ49. Mayday, mayday.